before that, Father. And we pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. Uh, we're thankful for our, our mothers, and uh, motherhood is a wonderful gift. I really uh, appreciate that, uh, that poem, Stephen. Um, and I, I just, you know, think some thoughts go towards my mom. I'm thankful for her and um, how wonderful she was towards SS5 Henri kids, uh, raising us uh, up. And um, uh, my dad was in the Navy, and so he would, he would be away for nine months at a time. Uh, on, on an aircraft carrier, and uh, I remember going uh, grocery shopping, and the grocery, the, the paper bags on, in large letters on the paper bag would say, uh, toughest job in the Navy, Navy mom, and it was, it was so true, um, and uh, I don't know how she, she did it, but she did, and um, the, 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 one, mo- the most wonderful thing I'm thankful for for my mom is her, her strong faith in the Lord that she clearly demonstrated in the way that she lived, and uh, she, she drug us to church. And uh, thank God for that, because that's, that's how I heard the gospel. And you need to hear the gospel to be saved. Uh, th- those who call on him must believe in him. And how can you believe if you don't hear? And how will you hear without a preacher? And so I praise God for her, her strong faith in the, in the Lord. And she, she continues to amaze me by, by her life. Uh, you know, I, I know we all come from, you know, different backgrounds. And uh, maybe, you know, our, our experience with our Moms may have been mixed and some good times and bad times, but I pray that uh, the Lord will, will help us understand and be, be thankful for our, our moms and the, and the gift that they are to us. Um, now, so the text we're looking at seems like an unconventional text, I realize. So we're looking at uh, Rahab, the story of Rahab, if you're familiar with that story. I mean, she wasn't even a mother yet in the, in the text that we're reading uh, here this morning. But she, she's going to be a mother, but she will surely be a, a mother uh, uh, um, later, as, as we'll see. So, um, so, so this, this text is for everyone, uh, mothers, uh, potential mothers, um, and I think just in the life of Rahab, I think we can all benef- benefit from us, even us men. So pay attention. Um, just to lay out an outline for what we're going to look at, um, I, it's not up there. I, I apologize for that. But if you uh, want to just kind of r- write these down first, we're going to look at uh, Rahab's great confession of faith. Rahab's great confession of faith. Second, we'll see that Rahab's faith is accompanied by works. Rahab's faith is accompanied by works. And lastly, third, Rahab's uh, faith works through love. Rahab's faith works through love. Um, In Sunday school, we've been going through the storyline of the scriptures, and it's just kind of been a wonderful thing to see. And I I just want to give some, I want to get a big picture first before we dive into the text and make sure we know where where we're at in the scriptures. Um, the, 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 the scriptures, as we're reading the Old Testament, it's history, but it's, it's more than just history. It's, it's inspired history. This is God's perspective on reality. And we, we see there God's master plan for the ages. And we're, we're part of the plan, whether we realize it or not. And it behooves us to know what that plan is because it's a rescue operation. God's holy and just and true, and we're not. We're sinful. We're, we're corrupt. We're, we're deserving of death. We, we need salvation, and so hence we study the, the scriptures because the scriptures uh, make us wise unto, unto salvation. And so uh, in history, and I'm just really, uh, you know, abbreviating things. In history, God has chosen the nation of Israel, 
and um, this 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 um, uh, nation of Israel, Abraham was the uh, the father of Israel. God gave a threefold promise, if you'll remember. Uh, promise one: you can have many descendants, as many as the the stars in the sky. Uh, second part of that promise was you'll have a land, the land of Canaan. You'll possess that land, and then lastly, you will be a blessing to all the families of the earth. That's good news, because that includes us, and that's wonderful news. Um, so God's going to use this uh, instrument of the nation of Israel. Abraham has a son, Isaac. Isaac has a son, Jacob. Jacob is later named, um, renamed Israel. He has 12 sons. They're, uh, take, they, they travel to uh, Egypt, um, and they are greatly multiplied. Some, maybe 2 million people there in Egypt. So God is fulfilling his plan. They're becoming a, a, a very large nation. Um, they're in Egypt for 400 years under harsh slavery. And that's where Pastor Dave has been uh, going through the book of Exodus, if, if you've been here, with the 10 plagues. And it's time now for the people of Israel to be delivered uh, out, of, out of the bondage and slavery of, of Egypt. And so um, I believe next week, if Pastor Dave is continuing on, he, he'll cover the, the Red Sea crossing. And um, so I, I, won't, I won't touch that too much uh, this morning. So where, where we're at is we're going to go 40 years past that, 40 years past being delivered uh, out of Egypt. And so this mantle of uh, leadership um, is uh, transferred from Moses to Joshua. And so Joshua is, is, is the man uh, leading the pe people of Israel. And uh, if you remember, there was 40 years in the wilderness because there was unbelief that God could uh, bring them into the land. And so they uh, had to wander in the wilderness for their unbelief. So uh, it's time now. We're coming to the, the second part of the promise. This is the land of promise that uh, God has promised uh, Abraham. And it's time now for them to possess the land of Canaan. They're on the east, eastern uh, border of the land of Canaan. And um, um, we get to this first uh, battle. Uh, with the people of, of Canaan. This is the, the city of Jericho. But it's now, it's, it's time for the, the people of, of Canaan are facing uh, the judgment of God for their wickedness. Their, their sin is overflowing. The, the idolatry is rampant. The, the, uh, there's uh, children that are sacrificed to the, to the gods of Baal. Uh, sexual morality is, is everywhere prevalent. And so, but now it's, it's, it's time for judgment to fall on the peoples of Canaan, and uh, for, for Israel to be the instrument of that, of that judgment. God is sovereign over the rise and fall of nations, and we see that in this, in this history. So this, this is the first battle that will be coming with this, the city of, of Jericho. And as I read earlier, uh, Joshua has sent two spies uh, into the city of Jericho as on a reconnaissance mission. And to view the land, to see the, the fortifications. By the way, if you if you know J Jericho was a, is a it's not just an open city. You can't just walk into the city and you know like it's uh, some vacation. It's it's in a fortress. It's walls. Some some say 40 feet high walls. The the walls are broad, uh, so that uh, some say uh, two chariots could ride side by side on the on the top of the wall. So these this is a formidable fortress uh, that you just cannot walk in. There's only one way in, one, one way out at, at, this, at the city gate. So the, the spies, they come in uh, to the city of Jericho, and they happen uh, to this, uh, this house of a prostitute. And so here we're introduced to uh, Rahab, and um, 
uh, it's somehow found out that uh, these spies have come. They're, they're, they're not locals. They, they, and so someone realized these, this is, these are Jews. These are Israelites who have come to spy the land. King of Jericho realizes this and uh, sends uh, his soldiers to Rahab to uh, find these men. And Rahab uh, does a really remarkable thing here, right? Um, I mean, she could have just said, you know, they, where's, where's these men, where's these spies? And said, yeah, they're, they're right here. And um, so, um, and then she, you know, she would be on the, the uh, a good end with the king of Jericho. She doesn't do that. She's, she's, um, she tells a lie, right? She says, uh, you know, they've come, but uh, they, they've left. And um, I take a good, took a great risk. The, the soldiers could have said, you know, is oh really? So let's let us have a look around your your lodging and see if they're they're here. Um, but she tricks them and says, well they they've gone. You need to go quickly. You can still catch them if you leave right now. And so they they leave immediately uh, to catch catch these spies. And so uh, they fall for this uh, ruse. Great risk. Great risk. She's a person of Jericho. Why, why did she do it? Why did she take a, such a great risk? Because if she was found out, I'm sure uh, she would have been taken and, and executed for treason to betray her people. And, but she doesn't. Why does she take that risk? Let's continue in the text. Uh, Joshua chapter 2, verses 9 through 11, I think we'll, we'll have an answer to this. Uh, verse 9. Verse, I'm sorry, verse, um, verse 8. Uh, before the men lay down, these are the spies, she came up to them on the roof and said to, them, said to them, to the men, I know that the Lord has given you the land and that the fear of you has fallen upon us and that all the inhabitants of the land melt away before you. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea before you when you came out of Egypt. And what you did to the kings of the Amorites, who were beyond the Jordan, the Sion and Og, whom you devoted to destruction. And as soon as we heard it, our hearts melted, and there was no spirit left in any man because of you. And this is a great confession here. For the Lord your God, he is God in the heavens above and on the earth beneath. Rahab, and this is our first point, Rahab has a great confession of faith in the Lord. Rahab is a godly woman of faith. But now, wait a minute. We, we just said, we, she's, this is Rahab the prostitute, Rahab the, the harlot. She lied. She's betraying her nation. She's a godly woman. Rahab has a, a real, vibrant faith in the Lord. Um, maybe some would doubt, and I, I could, uh, maybe if you're looking at this for the first time, do you know uh, Hebrews 11? Hebrews chapter 11? Hebrews chapter 11 is the great hall of faith. You have all these saints. You have uh, Enoch, uh, who walked with God and was taken right up into heaven. Uh, you, you have Noah, who built the, the great ark, and uh, his household was saved through the flood. You have Abraham who left his, his homeland uh, for a plan he did not know where he was going. Uh, Abraham who was willing to sacrifice his own son, believing that God could even raise him from the dead if he had to go through with that. You have these great uh, men of faith, uh, 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 David, 
uh, Samuel. Do you, do you know who else is in this great hall of faith? Rahab. Rahab, the harlot. Why? She has a faith in the sovereign God of the universe. Romans chapter 11, verse 31. You, you don't have to turn there, but I'll, I'll just read it quickly. Romans eleven thirty-one says, By faith, Rahab the prostitute. Just let's make it clear. Rahab the prostitute did not perish with those who were disobedient because she had given a friendly welcome to the spies. Rahab, this harlot, had a true and real faith in the Lord. Why? It's, it's, it's interesting, I think, that it's in the author of Hebrews makes it clear. Rahab, the prophet. Why, why did he have to say that? Well, could he just left that part out? I mean, he could have left that. We, we, okay, we could remember the Old Testament, but he, he, he reminds, this is the prostitute who, um, who uh, has this faith. Why, why, you know, why, tarnish, why tarnish her name? He's not tarnishing Rahab's name. He's making the grace of the glory of, the God, of God and salvation all the more greater, shiner. Praise God. Uh, the, the Lord saved Rahab despite herself, despite her sin, so that none of us can say here, I'm too far gone. You, you don't know what I've done. I, I can't be forgiven. It's too late. There's no hope. It, do you see a glimmer of hope here in our text this morning? Rahab the harlot had faith. God saved her. God rescued her from her sin, and the grace of God, God shines all the brighter because of this Rahab. Lord can save the chief of sinners like me, like you. We're all in need of the grace of God. And be, be careful. I'm kind of on the other side of the, the coin here. Don't say, you know, uh, I, I'm not like Rahab. I'm not, I'm not a prostitute. So, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm better. And so I can get, get to heaven on good behavior. Uh, you know, I, I, um, I go to church. You know, I, I grew up in the Bible Belt. My, my, my parents go to church. We, we, we all are sinners. We are all sinners. We've all prostituted ourselves to the things of this world and have been in bed with the things of this world. We all need the grace of God. Uh, I, I think of, of Christ speaking to the, to the religious leaders. These are the moral people. And he says that the tax collectors and the prostitutes will come into the kingdom of heaven before you. Be careful of that pride that will well up in our hearts and compare ourselves to someone else. We all need the grace of God in our lives. It comes by faith, true saving faith. Look at, look at the nature of this faith of, of Rahab that, that we see here. It's a godly confession of a woman of faith. Look how she starts. I'm just going to go to the very end of what we read, verse 11. She says, um, um, and, and there was no spirit left in any man because of you, for the Lord your God, for the Lord your God. And, and some, some would, would criticize and say, well, wouldn't it have been better for her to say, for the Lord my God? I mean, that, that sounds better, yeah, to me. But um, I, I think I just I see a humility in her. 
she she didn't want to say for the Lord my God. She was is kind of maybe she, she's there's a humility about her uh, that Jericho is facing destru- destruction. She deserves dest- destruction. She recognized that there is a Lord and He's the God of Israel. Uh, will He be? Would He be my God? There's a humility about her, not a sense of entitlement, but but a si- sense of of humility. God gives grace to the humble, but He resists. The proud. So I just, I just see a sense of humility about the words of, of Rahab. For the Lord your God, for the Lord your God, um, she, she continues. Uh, he, for the Lord your God, He is God in, in the heavens above. Um, I, I, I just, I think there's a, there's a whole sermon in this verse, and, and we're just, I mean, we're just going to scratch the surface here. He is the God in the heavens above. Uh, Lord, the Lord is sovereign. He is sovereign. Um, over the physical heavens. I mean, the people of Jericho and, and really the, all the people of, of the land of Canaan, they, their chief god was the uh, Baal. And he was the storm god. He was in control of the weather. And so they would make sacrifices to the, the god of Baal so that they could have a good uh, crop. And uh, so, But for, for Rahab, uh, Baal was not, the, was not the god of the heavens. The Lord God of Israel was the god in the heavens. He was in charge. Uh, he is the Lord of the physical universe. He is supreme director uh, of, just look up at the night sky, of all the planets, of all the stars, uh, of all the galaxies. Um, I, the, I think probably the most amazing thing I, I've seen uh, um, cosmologically, can I use that word, cosmologically speaking, uh, did you see that, was a couple years ago, the solar eclipse? Um, just uh, amazing. Now, now here, uh, I think it was like a 99% um, solar eclipse. Uh, we traveled um, maybe 50 miles south. Um, that extra 1%, I think, made all the difference. Uh, to see uh, the sun essentially blacked out and just see a ring of fire. And uh, it was just an amazing two minutes. Um, how, how about that, Hollywood? <laughs> you can't, uh, you, I mean, you could do it maybe on the movie screen, but in reality, no, no. This is child's play for the, the Lord God of the heavens. He is God in, uh, in the heavens. I think uh, recently, they, a month ago, they dis- discovered the, the black hole that was theorized, but now they, they think they found one. Um, Einstein said there was going to be one. God knew. God knew. He made it. He is, he is God of the physical heavens. Um, he, uh, she continues, uh, he is God in the heavens and, uh, and on the earth beneath. This, what we see here, ground level, uh, is that more manageable for us? Not really when we think about it. I mean, come on. <laughs> Look, the cells underneath your uh, pinky nail. If, if you could shrink down to microscopic size and see what's all going down underneath your pinky nail, uh, would, it would amaze us, okay? Now, we can, we can see microscopically and see some of what's going on and, um, you know, the, the ribosomes and the the uh, endoplasmic, some weird names, endoplasmic reticulum. Some of my university students, biology, may remember some of these things. The DNA, amazing, that mechanism um, and, and all the, the proteins and such. is just mind-blowing. God made it. He, he made it all. He knows about it all before we even discovered it. He thunk it up. He made it. And he sustains it by the word of his power. How big is your God? We get mesmerized so much by, you know, things that we see and 
um, the TV and social media. I'm, I'm not saying that's, those are evil. I'm, I'm just saying, do we realize the God of the universe and how majestic and powerful and mighty he is? He is Lord of the heavens and the earth. And Rahab um, has caught a glimpse of that for us in her confession of, confession of, of faith. Um, but so, so she, she, has a good, she has a good understanding of who God is. She does. We see that. How? How did, how did Rahab come to this understanding? I mean, she find a good book? No, she, it wasn't no books then, right? Uh, how did she come to this faith in the God who's Lord of the, of the universe? Wow. Time's running quickly here. Any, I'm so, uh, anyhow, uh, how, how, does it, how does she come to this faith in the God uh, of, of the heavens above? She heard the reports. Do you see what we read? She heard the reports. It's amazing. She, she's in Jericho. There's no church around. No books around. She heard the reports. You, you see what we read? Um, verse uh, um, 10. For we have heard how the Lord dried up the water of the Red Sea. This was 40 years after, okay? It was still the talk of the town. It's amazing. The, the, the Lord God, part of that Red Sea, and in Israel say the greatest power of the, of the time, that time, Egypt, was decimated. Try to come after Israel. The Lord said, no, no. And they were rescued from the power of if if the Lord God of Israel can deliver uh, Israel from this, what are they going to do? A little Jericho, Jericho. They were melting in fear. They've already uh, so this was forty years ago. They still Rahab heard that. She heard that and was my goodness. This is God is real. He is real. And so He's the Lord God. And and then those two other battles that was just just about a month previous to so now. It's, it's coming close now. It's coming really close. And um, Rahab makes this great confession of faith. Uh, my, my prayer for, for, for all of us is that we would have this uh, same uh, faith of Rahab, this confession of faith and realize the majesty, majesty and the greatness of the Lord God of heaven and earth uh, who can uh, deliver us from the power that, that controls uh, this world. Um, she didn't. She didn't fear the Jericho. He, he was. He was nothing. He was nothing. Uh, it was a risk. It, it was a risk. But she sought refuge under this God of Israel. Uh, in the in the Old Testament, the the great event that you read and it's repeated over and over in the in um, the Old Testament is this crossing of the Red Sea. This is the continually showing God's power of redemption, buying, saving Israel, rescuing Israel. Do you know the great act of redemption in the New Testament? It's the cross of Christ. This is the great redemption. The Red Sea was pointing to Christ. The, uh, the, we just had Easter th uh, three, three weeks ago. The life and death and burial of, of, and resurrection of Christ. That, that is the great um, deliverance from the bondage of sin. God has given his rescue plan. His plan has come through Jesus. Have you heard? Have you heard the report? Do you believe it's true? It's true. It really, the, the grave is, is empty. It's empty. What he said was true. He's the savior of the world. 
And so he's Lord of heaven and Lord of earth. This is history, real history. There is, there's a coming judgment on this world. There's a coming destruction. And if, if you read the, continue reading on the story of Jericho, uh, there was a great shout and a great trumpet and the walls came down. Well, you know, there's going to be another great shout and a great trumpet and the walls of this world will come down and Christ will come again. Are we ready? Are you ready? Is your family ready? Do you have this confession of faith? Put your trust in Christ. Look to Christ. Look to the great, the greatest event of history, the cross of Christ. Do you look to him and say that this is the Savior? This is the Savior. Look to him. Put your faith in him. Turn from the Jericho of sin. Turn to Christ in faith. And come and put your lot with the people of God. There was this faith of Rahab, who was ungodly, became godly through faith in this Lord. Pray the Lord would give you the faith of Rahab. We see, uh, first point, this confession of faith. Pray that you'll have that same confession. Romans 10, 9, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. You will be saved. Secondly, quickly, uh, we have uh, Rahab's great evidence of faith is accompanied by works. We read that. Uh, Jay read that earlier. Um, uh, faith without works is dead. Some people, many people, I've talked to people. I believe in, I believe in Jesus, but their life, doesn't show it. There's no works. Be, let me be careful. Let me be careful here. For by grace you've been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is a gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. We, we, we are not saved by, we're not declared righteous by the things that we do. So it's not like I got to do, you know, uh, do better and um, before I come to church. And no, no. It's, it's faith. It's, it's faith in the work of God, work of Jesus on the cross. Put your faith in. Come as you are. Come as you are. Come as Rahab. <clears throat> Rahab's faith. You see, you see her works displayed all throughout this. She had a faith. I think we saw that already by her words. But it was a faith that was demonstrated. She didn't just say, okay, he's Lord, and let me, so let me just see. Let the chips fall where they may. Uh, the Lord, maybe he'll rescue me. No, she was actively um, pursuing the God of Israel. And you see this all throughout the t- text. Uh, and uh, she um, hid the spies. She welcomed the spies. She risked her life. Um, she, um, um, she continued. Let me, let me continue with uh, verse 12 uh, just very quickly. Um, now then, please swear to me uh, by the Lord that as I've dealt kindly with you, you also deal kindly with my father's house and give me a sure sign that you will save alive my father and mother, my brothers and sisters, and all who belong to them, and deliver our lives from death. And the men said to her, Our life for yours, even to death. If you do not tell this business of ours, then when the Lord gives us the land, we will deal kindly and faithfully with you. She, she realized this is, this is God's appointed messenger. Here's my shot. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to uh, seek out uh, how I can be saved here. Um, rescued in this this coming destruction, she seeks to, you know, how can, how can this how can I be rescued here? And so she she's talking with these spies. 
um, and she, she wants to know how can, not just for her, but for her family, her, her father and mother. I don't believe she's a mother yet because there's no mention of a, a husband or children here. Um, and and the, the men said, or, you know, our life for yours. Uh, you know, obviously, if, if, they're, if they're not rescued, how are they going to go back to the Israelite army and say, hey, save this Rahab? Um, how's that going to happen if they're not rescued? So, you know, she, she she's um, wanting to help them. Um, and she, but she's continually working, pursuing uh, to be rescued. Um, let me let me continue. Uh, so how is how is this going to happen? How she how will she be rescued, uh, or how will the the, the spies be rescued? Rescued. Let me continue. Verse uh, fifteen. Then she let them down by a rope. Gate was shut. They couldn't get out the the, the way of the gate. Uh, the uh, so she let them down by a rope, and it just so happens through the window, for her house was built into the city wall, so that she lived. Uh, in the wall, and she said to them, to them "Go into the hills, uh, or the pursuers will encounter you, and hide there three days until the pursuers have returned. Then afterward, you may uh, go your way." She's securing those spy safety. She she realized uh, she she wants to be with them. She wants to be with them. The, this Lord God of Israel. She wanted to be with the people of God, and she sought their protection. She sought their safety, and said, "You yeah, know, don't don't go straight to the Jordan. Go hide for a while until this this the king's soldiers come back. Then you are free to cross back over the Jordan to get to your people." So she's securing their safety. Again, I think it's a demonstration of her faith and uh, wanting to be identifying with the people of God. But how is how is she going to be rescued? How is that going to happen? Well, here, here we go. Let's just quickly continue. Um, verse 17, the men said to her, the spies, uh, we will be guiltless with respect to this oath of yours that you have made us swear. Behold, when we come into the land, you shall tie this scarlet cord in the window through which you let us down. And you shall gather into your house your father and mother, your brothers and all your father's household. Then if anyone goes out of the doors of your house into the street, uh, his blood shall be on his own head and we shall be guiltless. But if a hand is laid on anyone who is with you uh, in the house, his blood shall be on our head. But if you tell this business of ours, then we shall be guiltless with respect to your oath that you have made us swear. And she said, according to your word, so be it. Then she sent them away, and they departed. And she tied the scarlet uh, cord in the window. This, this uh, scarlet cord in the window would be the way that she and her family could be rescued. And if, if you, uh, you know, the rest of the story, um, you know, so, so how, how are they going to, how's the Israelite army going to know not to mess with Rahab? Well, it's the, the scarlet cord. And if you remember, the army had to go around. Um, they saw at least 13 times, right? If you're familiar with the story, every day that they would have to march one time around the city. Uh, for six days, that's six times. The seventh day, they had to march seven times um, uh, around the city. So it's 13 times. Okay, that's the cord. We don't mess with that house. They, they, they kept one of our own safe. Don't mess with that house. And, you know, interestingly, you know, the walls fell, except at least for that portion of the wall, right? She was on the city wall, and God was, God was on her side. <laughs> God was on her side, and she was rescued. And you have this um, scarlet cord. You see a picture of it there. You see the color of it. And um, I'm, just, I'm just reminded of, you know, a few weeks ago, Pastor Dave talked about the Passover. You remember that story? Brother was sharing with me. Yeah, yeah, that's good. I'm going to use that. It's, it's true. You remember the Passover? The, God was uh, sending judgment on Egypt, and the firstborn uh, of Egypt would be uh, killed. Um, but 
if, if an Israelite family would take a, take a lamb and uh, kill the lamb and take the, the blood of that lamb and, and uh, put it on the doorpost and across the top of the door, when the, when the Lord came and saw the blood, he would pass over the house. They would be saved. They would not face the judgment of God when they saw that red, scarlet color, colored blood. And I think of, of, of uh, with Rahab and all those in her house when the people of Israel saw this red core, we don't touch that house. That house is safe. That house is safe. And you fast forward 1,200 years after that, what does the Passover point to? Points to Christ on the cross. Uh, lo and behold, the day that Christ was crucified was the day of Passover, the annual day of Passover, right when Christ died at 3 o'clock. That was the time when you hear the, the, the lambs being slain. Christ is the Passover lamb that this, uh, the, this scarlet thread that, that goes all through the Old Testament, this, the blood, the blood. There must be shedding. Of, there's no forgiveness of sins without the shedding of blood. That's, that's the significance of Christ. Christ paid for our sins by his blood that he shed on the cross. Have we come under the blood? Have we appropriated the blood? not saying you believe, have you, have you received Christ as your Savior and put your trust that he paid the price for your sins? Have you gone to him and pleaded, Lord, I believe, I trust, I, uh, would you be my God? Would you be my Lord? I trust in what you've done for me on the cross, paying the price that I should have paid. Have the faith of Abraham, uh, I'm sorry, faith of, of Rahab. She, she had a, a great confession of faith. She had a. She backed up her. You know, I'm just going through here, things here quickly. She was act. She was acting. Her faith was shown through her actions. It wasn't a faith that just um, was indifferent. It was an active faith, a vibrant faith. That's how you sh- see that your faith is real, and not just say, "You know, I believe." How do you live? Uh, f- uh, works is a fruit of faith, not a root. Don't get the cart before the horse. You, you have the horse horse of faith pulling the cart of works. Faith is first. Faith is first. Faith is foundation. Quickly, lastly, uh, so we have Rahab's uh, confession of faith. Her uh, faith was accompanied by works and, and faith's um, love. Faith was demonstrated by love. And, and we've, we've, we've already read it. Her, uh, it. It was a concern for her family, right? Uh, so she, she wanted to secure the safety of her father and mother and her brothers and sisters. And, um, um, and the, the, the spies said, well, they got to be in the house. They got to be in the house. And I could, I could well see uh, Rahab pleading with her mother and father, come, come into safety. I've met the spies. They've guaranteed, but you got to be in the house. You got to be in the house. Brothers and sisters, I could see her pleading. And my, my, my encouragement for us is uh, mothers, grandmothers, mothers-to-be, women, men, plead for your family. Plead for your father, your parents, or those who are not believers. Keep praying for them. Lift them up uh, um, uh, before the throne of grace. Keep pleading for their souls that they might come into the house and be under the blood of Christ, under the safety. Rahab, uh, if you read on, was spared this, was spared this destruction. She became a, a proselyte. She became part of the nation of Israel, a wonderful thing. And she did marry. She became a mother. She married Salmon, and uh, they, they had a, a child named Boaz. Sound familiar? Boaz uh, had a son called Obed. 
Obed had a son called Jesse, and Jesse had a son named David, David, King David. The one God said, came to David and said, you're this descendant going to come from you. He's going to establish an everlasting dominion. Jesus, King Jesus came. Did, did Rahab, the, the harlot, the former harlot, have any idea what the Lord was going to do sitting in the walls of Jericho, living the life she, she had lived? No. I don't. She, she's, amazed, she's amazed today by the grace of God, which does exceedingly abundantly more than we could possibly think. Is there hope for the sinner? Yeah, yeah. Remember the story of, of Rahab. Pray that the Lord will give you the faith of Rahab. Recognize the Lord as the ruler of the universe, heaven and earth, more than we can imagine. Act on that faith. When I say act on that faith, faith comes by hearing. Hearing by the word of God. Come, come underneath the, the preaching of the word, and underneath the teaching of the word, and God takes that and can grant faith. So, <clears throat> look to Rahab. She lo- and she she loved her family. She she uh, sought their protection. Pr- protection. We can do less. We can do no less if the faith of Rahab r- resides in re- resides in us. Uh, let's let's close in prayer. Dear Lord, I I uh, I just. Uh, you know, months ago, when I was asked to, to preach on this, this Sunday, I didn't know what you would have me preach, Lord, but you, I believe, uh, granted me this text. And, Lord, I, I don't know the hearts of those who are here, um, but I just pray, Lord, that you would move mightily. Lord, this is, it, it's all of you. Salvation belongs to the Lord. And, um, Lord, I just try to do my best to just bring the message and amazingly use human means to, to give the message. Uh, Lord, I don't, I don't know who, who's here and what their people are dealing with and, uh, um, surely there's there's some here who who have not come to Christ, Lord. I, I pray, Father, that you would just work in in a mighty way, and you would open eyes and grant uh, faith, Lord, today, that they might see the the Sovereign Lord. He is Lord of heaven and earth, and they want to believe in this Christ who died for them and rose from the gra- grave, and want to f- come in with the people of God and surrender their life, Lord. May it be so today. Today is the day of salvation. And, Lord, we just pray that you would work by your Holy Spirit. We give you all praise and glory for uh, who you are. Lord, strengthen us as, as believers. Strengthen us to keep looking to Christ, uh, for he is our uh, sustainer, provider. And so we, we thank you, Lord. We praise you uh, this day on this Mother's Day. And we pray this in Christ's name.